Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here for Classic Love Line, episode 465 from July 10th, 1997, a Thursday night show, closing out the week with guest Kim Coles. Kim from Living Single is promoting the final season and her new book. She would return to the show for episode 1317 on October 16th, 2000. We have a full copy of that one. It does have some controversial comments from Kim. It'll be interesting uh, when we finally do release that. Adam and Drew spend the opening break scratching Kim's lottery ticket. She gets audibly upset about accidentally pouring creamer into her tea instead of sugar. Adam tries to talk her down and move forward. It takes a minute. It's a very bizarre opening to a very non-typical episode. Adam explains the career of John Leguizamo to Dr. Drew. John's actually coming on the show for episode 473 with Michael Jai White uh, promoting the movie Spawn. Interesting timing. This is a solid episode. Hope you enjoy it. As per usual, it's recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. Podcast One.com production. 4.55. I'm Adam Carroll. That is uh, Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And tonight, our guest is Kim Coles. Kim Coles, you know from uh, Living Single and uh, formerly of uh, In Living Color. And Kim has herself a book out, and it's called uh, I'm Free, But It'll Still Cost You. And it basically is uh, the single life, according to Kim Coles. Is it sort of a uh, dating companion? It's a dating companion. It's um, a how-to guide. It's um, all of my adventures. It's all of my friends' adventures. It's a humorous look at the whole single thing. And are you currently single? I am currently single. I am selectively single, which means I choose to be single. I actually broke off an engagement while I was writing this. It was actually therapy. It was great. I went through. I didn't have time to go sit on a couch, so I went through this. I decided I needed to be single. I needed to become a whole person before I could become part of a couple. Why? Uh, that's um, that's very ambitious, but we don't believe it for a second. I'm guessing the guy dumped her. No, no, the other way around. Why did you break the engagement off? He didn't make parole, or uh, what happened? She came to her senses. It just wasn't the right way. I just was ready to... I, I didn't want to be... I wanted to be me for a little while longer instead of being us. How about being you in a relationship, though? Do, do women, I, I think, and uh, tell me if you agree or disagree, I, men don't worry about losing themselves in a relationship. No, they don't. Women do. Uh, men... Women do. Because I, I lost myself in a, in, a, in, a, in a relationship before. I lost myself in a marriage before, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It was very manipulative, very, sort of a very strong personality. And I just, I decided I needed to just sort of be on my own a little while longer. I wasn't quite sure that if he was the one, that's the bottom line. Because if he was the one, if I thought he was it, no matter. This guy was too good. (laughs) He wasn't manipulative and abusive enough. You like a guy with a little, you like a guy with a little edge? A little yeah, danger. Maybe, maybe he needed a little edge. Yeah. I talk about that in the book. Do we, women don't like nice guys. He's a nice, he's a loving, we're still close. I hope he's not listening. He's a wonderful, I didn't want that. That's creamer. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't go on. <laughs> What'd you think you're dumping into your tea? I thought it was sugar. All right. Well, it's creamer. So we need to get over it. Uh, put okay. some sugar in there. You got a whole big uh, bowl of sugar there. I know, but I thought that was sugar for some reason. All, All right. right. Just I dump can't a, drink this tea. Oh, I'll drink the tea. Okay. Enjoy. You want? You like coffee? Another tea, please. Someone you, listening. You want to drink my coffee? No, I don't like coffee. All right. I'll drink them both. What are you going to do? I'll just eat the sugar straight up. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a nice, loving, wonderful... I just didn't want to be married just yet. Right. But 
here's what here's what we Plus, run he, into. Like, lost his job. And I was well, like, you make enough for both of you. I can't do that. I'm the lover of lost puppies. Actually, here's the deal. I love any man that dates me within two months. He will lose his job. He will ask me to borrow some money, and I just I'm sick of lending money. That's, That's good. Not every relationship. That's it, it, yeah, I just I can't do it anymore, and I never get it back. Well, let me ask and you And not this, every relationship, Kim. not every relationship is like that. But I realize that there. What is it in in me that attracts that type? Why can't I attract? I, I I here's my thing. I say that I'm on a track, and I'm running on the track, and I want a man who's on the track with me, not sitting in the stands eating a corn dog, talking about go Kim go. Right. You buy me a pair of sneakers, I'll get on the track with you. I want somebody who's on the track, even if he's not running as fast. All as All right, I am. but you're not attracted to those guys, obviously, I don't know because what's you wrong haven't with found you. one. Help. What's wrong with maybe I need help. Drew, set her straight. Uh, I figured that. The, thank the you. The book, the book is not therapeutic enough to correct those sorts of instincts. <laughs> so you need. Well, it. at least I'm aware of it. You're aware of it. That's good. I'm aware of it, and I decided rather than com uh, continuing the same pattern, let me step step back from it, recognize yeah. it. I mean, it, she's doing what you what you say. It's she's taking a time out. Taking a time out. That's good. I'm selectively single. Same thing. That's right. a very, very healthy move. Healthy are you move. Are you getting any sex? No. No. None. Will Will no. you have uh, meaningless sex? No, I no. don't want to do that anymore. Been okay. there, done that. Well, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> uh, again, the name of the book, I'm free, but it's going to cost you. Kim Cole, thank you very much. Uh, should we go to the phones? Meaningless group? sex, what is that all about? It, 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 it hurts the next day. Not physically. For women. It's just like, yeah, for, for us, women. because yes. we need an emotional, we, we, yes. we create this emotional attachment. Oh, maybe he's the one. Oh, he really loves me. Oh, he wants me out. Oh. But you've never just had a biological need, seen mm -hmm. a guy who maybe didn't even speak English, but was an incredible... <laughs> oh, let's just, I have, but you know, I have never Mandingo gone there. Some Mandingo warrior I type. Can, I, a Mandingo warrior, yes. I, but I don't go there. I don't do that. I don't go, you, come here, service me. I get really scared. Right, I but you know the guy is, is willing. I mean, you meet him at a party. He recognizes you from uh, your many TV appearances, and uh, he's amorous, and you, you know he's ready to go. Oh, you don't do it. I don't do that. No. All right, you got to lower your standards. Here's what That's I do. That do do though. I I don't date. I start relationships. I cannot in my brain um, um, justify going out with like a lot of different people. So it's just easier for me to let you into my life. I let you completely in my life. You can come into my house. You can hear what's on my answering machine because I've got nothing to hide. And so I start a relationship before we're really ready to start a relationship. Yeah, right. So like by the third date, you're my boyfriend. Yeah, those are always That's my doomed. Problem. Uh, yeah. My last uh, girlfriend moved in with me because the 90 four earthquake destroyed her Van Nuys apartment and she was sleeping over that night. I mean, <laughs> suddenly she was there. Well, that's right. what happened. Yeah. We we we'd been on you know six or eight dates. Uh, she was spending the night on a Saturday night. Uh, the earthquake uh, hits late night, destroys her apartment. Her family is back in Minnesota. Uh, her car breaks down. Her job is destroyed by the quake. Mm. What's she doing? She's living, living with, with me, you. waiting for a FEMA check. <laughs> <laughs> it took that long walk to the mailbox box in my towel every how, morning, just how, praying for FEMA to come through. How long did the relationship last? Well, it ended up going on about a year, but it was never right because we never, it never, it, here's what it was There's like. There's no agreement. Here's what it was like. It was like, uh, we went and got the car painted. We didn't wait for the paint to dry. We got in and started driving the car, and then we drove around for a year with leaves, twigs, and bird crap <laughs> stuck to it, and we could never wash it because the finish was destroyed. That's a great analogy. That's basically how it was. Uh, mm -hmm. Tammy, 24. Yeah. Hey, you're on with Kim Coles from uh, Living Single, and, uh, well, you know her from In Living Color as well. 
Yeah, yeah, and living single <clears throat> has got to be the way to go. <laughs> okay, I have a problem. Um, are you there? Yep. Okay. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a confusing story, so just listen carefully. It starts with boyfriend number one, okay? <clears throat> and then there's a boyfriend number two. Um, At the same time? No, no. Um, my my boyfriend from a long, long time ago, and I just got back together from like eight years ago. And that sounds like all great and everything, except for there's the boyfriend number two, who's my ex, who is with boyfriend number one's ex, okay? So so we kind of like swapped. But I have a, a little girl with boyfriend number two, and so does this girl with boyfriend number two. Uh. And, and we're talking like... Not even they're not even two years. Apart. You send your people right. out, please. Yes. Send your people uh, The Adam Carolla genitalia hit squad and collection service is en route to this guy's house. Uh, boys, uh, this is a code seven. So, so this is the deal. This female <laughs> is is like still freaking out that I am with her ex boyfriend now, who originally was my ex boyfriend anyway, right? And so she she's causing problems between me and boyfriend number two. So like he won't he won't even see his daughter now or anything. So it's really stupid, you know. Just doesn't make uh, any sense. Whatever it is, has nothing to do with the girl. <laughs> it has well, it doesn't, and it does. Cause sometimes you know, like things are good <sighs> for a while, and then he'll say, you know, what my girlfriend just told me you said, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even talk to her. You how know? how old are the kids? Um, one of one of them was just born in May, so like two and a half months old. Good. Who's still time for adoption? And, what about the other one? <laughs> My daughter is 19 months old. All right. Listen, Mommy. Yeah. You know why I'm calling you Mommy? Because that's your job. Yeah. Now. Oh, that is your whole life mission. Definitely. It's uh, it's scary when you hear uh, mommies, uh, you know, bickering with exes and, and being catty and, um, and, and you know, around, around whether or not they should be seeing the child. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Well, right. see, my question was, though, is it worth it to go through all this crap to be with boyfriend number one again? Uh, well, we're all a little confused now. Does, I'm really confused. Does, does all that matters is that that child has parents who love the child and who and you insulate that child from too much chaos. That's yeah. all that matters. That's your job now. Here's the big plan. So wait, does it? Does Tammy's not, concerns come second. Does it? Does it not matter who's her dad then? Like uh, whoever's yes, going to be the best to her. Um, I'd go with whoever's tallest. <laughs> no, it, it it matters, but if one is a complete idiot, uh, it's better to have the one who's a decent person. I'm guessing they both are clearly uh, in jackassville. Suboptimal, yeah. But it, uh, <laughs> so it's basically a coin toss. You uh. might as well go with the biology. Tammy, uh-huh. hey, here's, here's what I want you to be like. Uh, do you ever see the Poseidon Adventure? No. Okay. Well, the rest of it. us did. Go ahead. All right. Everyone saw the Poseidon Adventure. I event. did. Oh, you did. Okay. Okay. Remember the end of the Poseidon Adventure when they, 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 Ernest Borgnine and everybody, they got right up to the bottom of the ship. They're about ready to make their way. And there was a valve that yes. needed to be turned off. Right. And Gene right? Hackman. And, and Gene Hackman. Nice tight, oh, he's a uh, priest. Uh, turtleneck, yeah. <laughs> you were about to say tuxedo. He's a man of the cloth. Please. He was wearing a tight tux the turtleneck sweater. Don't you remember? Shinny's across well, the pipe. With, with pectoral muscles that were just gorgeous right. and he sexy. Looked, yeah, everything but his hair looked great. Right. And he, had, he shimmies across the hot pipe, and he grabs on to this big valve, uh. and he's turning it. And he's hanging off it in front of this big pit of uh, fire. fiery uh, oil that come up from a boiler or something. Which is and a great he's, metaphor for hell. Right. right. It was wonderful. Oh, it was a whole other Irwin thing. Allen. And he's talking, to, <laughs> he's, he's talking to God, you know? And he's talking about saving the people. But the point is, is Gene Hackman jumped onto that valve, and Gene Hackman knew that he wasn't getting out of that ship. 
but the point is, is he turned it so the rest could go to safety. That is Tammy. That is her job now with this yeah. kid. Yeah. Forget about fact, that's all the, the uh, forget about yeah. the Lido deck. Yeah. Uh, forget about the buffet. Put on a tight turtleneck. You know, I got to tell you something. Hang on that valve, you baby. Know what, you know what? For I, your kid. All kidding aside, that is the most substantial thing you have ever said. I, I, and oh, you, please. I'm serious. Please. We, we How can't, long have you all been together? And we can't say this. We, neither of us can. I can't. I can't even talk to you about something serious. But neither of both of us bra- cracking up. But, but uh, that's true. I mean, that is true. That is what we're telling all these people. Really? I'm going to make you repeat that a hundred times. Oh, okay. Now you're going to be punished. I'm in trouble. And it's like that scene in no, uh, no, Mother no, Jugs and Speed, <laughs> where Bill Cosby. <laughs> see, he's driving the ambulance. And Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch is busting out of her uniform. You see, Drew? No, that is the most. That is the right. most vivid. <laughs> it is the most vivid. It's like. Do you ever see the film Mahogany? It's like when Diana Ross has the wax melted all over. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to Christy. black reference. Yes? 23. Hello. Hey. Yes, I had a question. Um, Actually, it's kind of, um, it's not stupid or anything, but it's kind of, I've been going out with this guy for like two months, but I've known him since like November. But my, are you still there? Yep. Okay. My question is, I know he's had like a bad drug past like he used to be addicted to like all sorts you know well, people are, people aren't used to be addicted they're either becoming well, no, they, well he had a bad drug history like up till like two years ago and he's been in treatment since in recovery? um actually i don't know how he got off of it I mean, people don't get off they get into recovery and then they stay with it and if they're not involved in some kind of treatment it, the clock is just ticking before they go back right and that's what i'm concerned about because like, he's are probably already back if he's not if he's not involved in treatment he's back at drugs Right. Well, since we've been together, he's he he was on cocaine. That's what he was. Well, he's back on cocaine. And see, he says that he won't get addicted again, and he's. Uh, Christy, he already is addicted. Uh, Christy, <laughs> Earth to Christy. Uh, the guy head. was a coke head, and he got Four clean years. for a little while, and now he's back uh, just using it recreationally. How do I know he's doing it regularly? There's, of there's, course, there's no such thing as going to get back on addict. it. There's no uh, such thing as this that. This is like him. Hitler going, uh, guys, I just want to kill a couple of Jews uh, again. I, I, I'm not going to start a big thing anymore. Please leave me alone. Uh, just a handful of troublemaking Jews. Uh, do not come down on me again. What would you think of that? You just nullified your previous oh, wonderful okay. analogy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't believe that. No. No. All right. Yeah, Christy, you was your dad an alcoholic or something? My dad? Yeah, or mom? No, no one in my family has ever been in. This is my boyfriend I'm talking I about. understand that, but I'm trying to figure out why you would choose to be involved with somebody who's an addict and then tolerate this. No, see. Christy, <laughs> he's an addict. But but and no no see uh, but still see but no see uh, but still he's uh, just he's doing just a pound and a half of coke where he used to do no, two no, pounds. No, not even doing that. As, as far as I know, I mean, like I think it was like a week and a half ago or something like that. He pulled it out right in front of me, and he did like a line, and then he put it away. Oh, all right. Well, he's and very. That was really uncomfortable. He's very it. candid. Yes. Huh? Okay. Christy, uh, I don't know where to start with you. If you're not willing to accept that you're dealing with an addict, I don't know how you can... If you're not willing to look at reality, I don't know. Understand well, I, I know that he's a recovering at... Uh, well, obviously not anymore, but still, so, I mean... Christy, you have to acknowledge reality for what it is. There is no such thing as a cocaine addict who then re- magically becomes an occasional cocaine user. There is no, it's biologically impossible. 
I mean, because I've used it on two different occasions, but once, like, a couple, like, a long time ago. Like, All right. Years. Christy, you're not a cocaine addict. Uh, in, enjoy him until he steals your car and uh, sells it uh, to fill the crack pipe. I don't pipe. think he's going to steal All my car. All right, but car. listen. Listen, you're not, you're not listening to a, a damn word Drew is telling you. Now, why'd you call? Because I wanted to know, well, how do I know if he's, like, actually addicted or if he's just... No. Once in a while. All right, I'm now hanging up on you because you, your head uh, is I'll, filled with sawdust. I'll say it again. Christy? There is no such thing, biologically, as a cocaine addict who then becomes an occasional cocaine user. It's not a biological possibility. Okay? Mm -hmm. So therefore you know, by virtue of how we understand this biology to work. Drew, what are your credentials, by the way? before it gets better. Absolutely. You understand that? A lot worse. A lot worse, and, and it, you and may not may, make it through that. And it may not get better, that's right. Drew, it's a progressive what do you do oh, for a living? I run it. I run heavy equipment. What no, do you do? I See that he's just not telling me. He's telling me. Telling me. How can he I? He doesn't like need to tell you. He just did. You said he pulled out a bag of coke and did a line in front of you. Addicts lie. Right. That's well, all you need to know. Addicts lie. Period. That's what they do. And you have to decide if you want to. You need to go to Al-Anon. Go to something where you, where you get some understanding of how this disease works. Well, I, I don't understand it. Cause I, I know you don't. I know you don't. I know you don't. All right, so Christy, he's doing it again. Uh, listen to Drew. He's back. Okay? Yeah, okay. All right. You understand? Mm-hmm. All right. Go to, go to some Alan. Get some support for yourself so you can deal with this. You can understand how you react to this if you're going to choose to stay in this relationship. You all right, Christy? No. No. Because you know, what the, you know Drew's right, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you're just kind of trying to talk yourself out of it, but you know what's going on. You're not dumb. All right. No, I know I'm not dumb, but... All right, so you care about him, and it hurts, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you can help him, and but maybe you can help but, yourself, but the only too. way you can help him is by helping yourself. You can't control somebody else's uh, disease. I think that was called the uh, breakthrough there, Drew. I hope so. Well, you got through. Yeah, we got through. Isn't it amazing? It's painful. Uh, Reality is painful sometimes. How defensive <laughs> people are and, and, and what they have in place. Been I mean, there, done that, sure. The guy was, uh, you know, uh, a coke fiend uh, for many a year, uh, dried up for a little while, and is doing coke in front of her, and she wants to know if he's back doing coke again. <laughs> it's like, what do you think it was? Like Bisquick? He was uh, sucking. <laughs> up there sweetheart is he, unless he's crapping pancakes uh he's doing blow and and it's the, the not, not to seem totally facetious it's that you don't go from being an addict to being an occasional co cocaine user it does not happen that way it just and doesn't and uh the the point i'm sure it's uh, made in the uh, kim cole's book i'm uh, free but it's gonna cost you i change it, but it'll cost i change that a little bit okay, go right it's ahead. my show baby you know go right I, I take certain liberties uh, women, traditionally, guys are guilty of this to some degree, but women, I think, do it more than guys, is they want to believe something so badly that this guy's going, oh, no, 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 I'm not, uh, oh, let, me, no. let me just get a freeze here. Um, <laughs> just get I'm, a freeze. I'm, I, and I'm I've never not, done coke myself, I've just seen uh, Miami once. Vice a right, few times, right. that's all. But the point is, is uh, I'm not back on it, baby, I'm just doing it in front yeah. of you, and she wants to believe that. Well, I want to believe that she wants to see all the good in him. Maybe it's naive or maybe it's just... People, uh -oh. we have got a real <laughs> Drew, problem. Drew's back. Yeah. <laughs> Drew leaned back maybe. to like break wind or something. But as soon as you said that, he popped right back up in his chair. We have got a real problem at accepting and addressing reality for what it is. Mm -hmm. We as a, as a society and as individual members of this, of this society have tremendous distortions of reality. We, we want people to be different than they really are. We want to be different than we really are ourselves. 
It's time to get real. Truth is the is the answer to all these problems. I'm fine with people, and I'm fine with myself, but you, Drew, <laughs> I, I would like drastic alterations made in your behalf. David, you're 16. You're on with Kim Coles from Living Single. Yes. Um, I'd like to comment, uh, Adam and uh, Drew, uh, it's an honor to talk to both of you. Uh, I think you're both uh, celebrities, and what you're doing for everybody is just great. Thank you. If only the uh, Hollywood community would recognize <laughs> us as such. The same way. Please. That's right. Drew's doing politically incorrect in a couple of weeks, really? but uh, doing somehow. It tomorrow night. Okay, now that's enough. <laughs> uh, I was not asked to do this show. I'm sorry. You, 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 hey, hold on. Oh, now Anne is raising her hand. <laughs> Apparently they've approached her oh, as Mike, well. Mike, yeah. Mike's doing it too. <laughs> Oh, the humanity. They're, they're saving you for the uh, two-hour special. Yeah, it must be. Uh, we're not in sweeps, are yeah, we? Right, 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 right. That's what it is. All right, David. Uh, yeah, Adam, you personally, I'd like to say you're uh, very talented. Uh, your humor is uh, extremely funny, and you're a true comedian with your on-the-spot on on uh, quips and that sort of thing. All right. Yeah, okay, no kissing comes out. My quick question was, uh, I was curious, how long ago uh, where'd you get the idea to create Drew Drops, and what was Drew's reaction originally? Ah, I hated them. Uh, the, I still hate them. What's Drew Drops? Well, it's the OCDDs. It's the uh, out-of-context Drew Drops. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear through my penis. Uh, Drew occasionally answers a question or uh, reads some email or fax or something, says something that uh, engineer Mike finds amusing or mm -hmm. that I find amusing, Outtakes. and we uh, isolate those. You have another Drew one, Drew Drops, Mike? hit another one. Now, if I find you stealing my underwear again, here's what's going to happen. This is not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one more. Would you, Engineer Mike? You don't have a uh, faggot better run. I'm, I'm getting that look from Anne. So I don't think okay. I, I really enjoy the uh, OCDDs. Uh, maybe a little later Where on. Where did those come from, though? How did that happen? Where do those come from? What are you talking about? Well, where did the idea for those Where'd come from? Where did you start from? it all off? Uh... I think this was long before they've been around before yeah, I was here. We had there was a couple old ones like stealing the underwear. Yeah, the underwear one was one of the first ones I think. Wh where did, but who did that and why? I forget. I don't know. That was you know Scott did time. that I think. Scott did that. Uh, the yeah. old engineer. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when the show was local over at uh, 106.7, uh, the world famous K Rock over there in Burbank. Uh, and on for many years before I was here, he kind of got the ball rolling with that, and then I just sort of kept it going uh, with uh, a new crew, Engineer Mike. So uh, I'll tell you what, Kim, uh, mm -hmm. if you enjoyed that, you're going to love uh, the Dr. Drew boogie. Uh, would you like to hear the Dr. Drew I'd boogie, David? I'd like to hear uh, the David? Dr. Drew uh, boogie right now. I'd love to. I was curious if you had any new Adam drops and if there's going to be a future Adam boogie. Actually. Yes, there will be. Something. If someone creates another one on CD and sends it in like they did uh, last no, no, Mike time. No, is, Mike is diligently at work on a, oh, a masterpiece. Oh, I had no idea. Well, why couldn't you just use my penis? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we will, uh, we will hear the Dr. Drew boogie when we come back with Kim Coles from Living Single after this. Kill the singer. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, Loveline listeners, you get to bathe in her wisdom every week on this show. But did you know that you could soak up even more of her magic in her very own podcast every week? Yes! Topics include waiting for sex, orgasms, hand jobs, and a few others. Sex with Emily. Now that sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? What kind of psychosis is that? Listening to the podcast, I mean.
Yeah, that. I'm okay with that because I'm open. Go to podcastone.com now and get in line. Oh, so good. That's podcastone.com. Yeah, Film Vault. Brian, what do we do this week on the Film Vault? We do what we always do. We're excellent on the mic. Brian, what do we do this week on the Film Vault? Oh, I mean, aside from that, we have a special guest on this week's episode. Very special guest, Very special Allison guest. Rosen. Allison Rosen, the new best friend of all podcast listeners, is uh, our guest this week on the Film Vault. Yeah. Doing a topic near and dear to a heart. Cute and cuddly animal characters. Top five cute and cuddly creatures only this week on the Film Vault on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. Uh, love line. I'm eating a pretzel. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. The phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number. Do we ever read any? We don't get any faxes, do we? We do. Ann reads them. We just don't get them. All right. Screw that. 310 854 Okay. Kim Coles is here. Uh, Kim, you know from uh, Living Single. You also remember her from uh, In Living Color. And she now... I don't remember. I was on there for a year. I don't remember that. I don't remember so, you either, but... Yeah, the just... bio. Living Single. All right. And the li- book. And well, play. you know... Uh, and a cartoon. I've created a cartoon, too. Oh, there are cartoon? no cartoons that are from a little black girl's perspective. Or little girls' perspective. There's so few cartoons from little girls' perspective. That's a good point. That's true. So few. There's, there's not that many little boys either. So it's all animals uh, eating each other. Well, that's true. No, it's, it's, it's all boys. The sharks and the, the, yeah, and they the should be jet turtles and the, the sharks and the jet. Uh, Johnny Quest. All right, so what, 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 are you, what are you doing uh, with the uh, little black girl cartoon? Kimmy's World. Kimmy's really? World. Yeah, Kimmy's World. I, I've created it, and I'm selling it to... I've just sold it to a producer, and we're working... Working the network. Oh, I just had a horrible thing. What, what's what, the, what if uh, Adam created a cartoon? Oh, gee, Lord. Oh. Adam's scary. <laughs> Adam's World. Uh, this week on Adam's World, uh, watch Adam nap, roll over and masturbate, and then go back to sleep <laughs> in a pool of his own uh, man batter. Man batter? I have never heard that. Laugh out loud, Drew. Oh, Laugh true. out loud. It's good for you. Know, you. Oh, you, God. you got to let that out, man. Gotta oh. let that out. No, I'm Man gonna let batter. something out. I've I never heard that. Puke if I let it out. Have? Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't really gotten that far okay. along. Uh, Royal jelly. They have um, they have uh, feminine drippings. Feminine uh, drippings. Just give All right. Some thought before you. Why do you get to have batter Listen, and you get tr- to have drippings? All right, hold on a Let's second. Let's hear Mike's drops. All right, hold on a second, Drew. I want to talk more about Kimmy's world. Mm-hmm. What goes on in Kimmy's world? There's a little black girl. A little black girl. How old is she about? Eleven. Uh-huh. She's precocious and imaginative. It is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty meets Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Uh-huh. And, and where, where does it, is it, is it uh, autobiographical to some yeah, degree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, in a way. She's precocious and she's creative and she's who I was at eleven. And she's got lots of friends. I'm going to do all the voices, or most of them. No, really? Give and us a shot. Uh, I, don't, I haven't worked that out. Uh, give us a taste of Kimmy. Can you, I don't have it Was yet. that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the cat. She has a cat. Do you do? Uh, do you do little girl? No, I don't. I've never done a little girl. No, I've never done little. Really? Girl. Uh, I, I'll, could show I'll you. tap into the. <laughs> done I'll a few. tap into little girl uh, when the deal is signed. Wait, I'm working on it. Right. I mean, I mean, I have the creative. The, the I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, I, you have. 
Oh, I just thought, you know, you're a performer and everything. I just I thought I maybe you could perform. Yet. That's I got all. got some other stuff. Ask me some other stuff. I'll have that for you. I don't have that yet. I don't have that yet. I'm just, I was just, I don't know where that came from. All right. Now, let's talk about empowering the Empowering women is what it was about. All right. Enough about this uh, nonsense of empowering women. Let's talk about making you some money. You got the book over here. Once you make enough money, you can just uh, buy women some empowerment. There you go. Uh, but that's what this book is about. There's an attitude that I see in the in the society now. A lot of women are very materialistic. What you're going to buy for me? What you're going to give me? What kind of car do you drive? They're saying, I'm, you can be with me, but it's going to cost you something. Right. And I preach to them in this book about... about um, getting your own stuff. What difference does it make what kind of car he drives? You're always going to be a passenger in that car. But when he drops you off, he's going to go pick up the groceries and put the groceries in the same seat where you were sitting. Buy your own car. Have your own crap. All right, but well, I don't mean to call you out here, uh, Kim, go but right the, the picture is you uh, in a That's sort of uh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Madonna, material girl type thing, That's surrounded exactly by hunky it. guys uh, offering you up uh, candy and jewelry. It's being facetious. I'm free, but it'll cost you. But what song is that on the back cover? Uh, it's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, I got, hold on. I got to turn my mic, my uh, my headphones down now. All right, that's it. I lost another. I blow you out. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, are we ready, uh, Engineer Mike, to hear the uh, the compilation of the OCDDs uh, and what does uh, OCDD stand for? Out of context, Drew drops. Out of context, Drew drops. And this one is called the Doctor Drew Boogie. She drinks until she barely has her senses about her, and then she can relax enough to have sex with me. Doctor Drew is right. Ow! Get down, get down, get down, get down. You're gay. Get down, get down, get down, get down. You're sick. I find you have sex with me. Gee, it hurts. Have sex with me. Faggot better have sex with me. I want to have sex with me. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear through my penis. Tried to be straight, or I thought I should be straight, and I was confused. Loser. You know, pee on this makes me sick. It hurts when I urinate. It makes me sick. Anal sex makes me sick. This guy's penis makes me sick. I've had anal sex. Gee, it hurts. I've got these lesions. Gee, it hurts. Still a virgin. Gee, it hurts. It's called intimacy. Can I say that? You're fat. Ow! Gay. Confused, Ow. sick, bored, still a virgin, dysfunctional. Ow. Can I say that? Doctor Drew is right. That's fantastic. That, that, that's that, that really excellent Put some work. Pulling the gang in the background. That's great. All we did was uh, leave the mic hot for one commercial break. We got all of that, <laughs> and we had to edit a bunch run. of stuff <laughs> about his wife. Uh, give me the faggot better run one more time. All right, he's uh, recuing it. I stepped on it. You ready, Mike? Angela. No. Well, why are right. you nodding yes sir? You got it? You're gay. Faggot better run. <laughs> That's still my Faggot favorite. Faggot better run. I don't believe you said those things. That was a, that was lyrics of a Michelle and Deggio cello song. Faggot oh. better run. I was a very proud black took, woman okay. who was uh, they, in here, wrote uh, Leviticus uh, Faggot was the name of her yeah, song. The song was, uh, the lyrics was Faggot better run, something, something. And uh, <laughs> they had me read these and Adam... Immediately, okay, Mike, so you got it, got it? Did you he say it clear enough? Okay, all right, let's go on. You were set up, man. Yes. Oh, yes, oh, in mode down, I might add. Uh, Andy, you're 17. Yeah, hello? Hey. Four days ago, I was having sex with my girl, and I tried to do her through the anus, and then I couldn't because it was hurting her too much, so I just went through the vagina, and then I, I like, took out my penis, and I, I cummed, and it had blood. And then I saw my penis. Hold on, uh, Andy. Uh-huh. Wh which uh, finishing school did you go to? <laughs> I, I can't recall. 
I mean, I, I, I know you went to finishing school. Now, here's a question. Did, did you have to wear an ascot, or was it a bow tie as uh, part of the, uh, the attire at the school? I don't know. No? Oh, you didn't go. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you pulled out your uh, schlong, and then you cummed. Uh-huh. And then what? <laughs> and then I saw my penis, and it had blood. So there was blood in the semen. Is that the deal? Yeah. All right. And it, and I saw the like the foreskin, like the head where the foreskin is, that little piece of skin right there. It was like a little bit. Hold on a second. Foreskin. It was a little bit what? Huh? Like on the. What is this foreskin you speak of? Oh, not that again. Later. The skin on the head of the penis. I, I gotta get it. I can't picture that. Uh, uh, Drew, foreskin. Does that mean anything to you? There's the penis, yeah, and then the end, there's just lint at the end, isn't there? Is there a... <laughs> All right, so the foreskin is the uh, skin at the end of the penis? Well, yeah. Oh, well, okay. There's a little bit of skin connected to the head. I uh, see. Right, what happened there? And it ripped a little bit, it ripped. bleeding from there. All right, well, that's where the bleeding came from then. And I want to know if, if what happens if I rip that? Uh, it'll heal. It can, it can, if you rip it a bunch of times, it can begin to narrow, and the, it, it can become difficult for you to Kim, get... Kim, your penis hurts, and you don't even have no, one. No, 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 it, it can become difficult for I the, for the, the, penis when you for the uh, head to come back out. It might cause it would get a, a stenosis of the uh, foreskin there, and that has to be cut off then, or opened up. Uh, what but, do you mean cut off? Well, like a circumcision. Well, Are you but circumcised? At the age of 17? <laughs> Are you circumcised? No. Yeah, if, that, if you were to have the complication of stenosis, of the foreskin narrowing around the head, you would probably want to have something done surgically. I'm, I'm not a, saying you're going to have that, but you asked what could happen. Well, that could happen. So I shouldn't have sex until No, I'm not. Yes, that would be good. I wear a condom at least until then. All right, Okay. Thanks. Ow. Uh, I wear right. a condom anyway. Uh, this is a reason. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> now he has a reason to protect. Uh, <laughs> I won't get into it, but wear a condom, please. I'm a... Uh, I'm ordering an airstrike on Andy's apartment. You mean because you, your guys are over with that other fellow? I've I've uh, I've gone away from the genital collection program, and I'm just into ordering airstrikes now. It just uh, I have a couple of F-18s uh, surplus that I bought from Saudi Arabia, and uh, I'll just order them over uh, certain dwellings, and we'll just take out the entire family because uh, uh, Andy cannot procreate. I cannot see a world where little Andys are running around uh, sodomizing. <laughs> other, other people and uh, Kim. Yes. Here, read this because I'll I'll screw it up. Uh, like you have an an ode to the penis. Now this is from page what of the book? From page one twenty of the book. I'm free, but it'll cost you because I'm here to sell books. Cool. Hey, engineer, like hold on, engineer Mike. Can we have a little uh, ode to the penis uh, music? Is there anything around? I she know you're playing. She barely has her senses <laughs> that's, about. That's, that's it. The ode it's to the penis. Iambic pentameter. The male appendage. How I love thee. You perform so many functions. Oh, do you have to pee? The penis, the penis, it is so great. It is upon the penis that I will pontificate. The penis, the penis, there's none that can compare. It has its own hat and its own head of hair. My little pussy cat is your best friend because you always stand up for what you believe in. Like a little soldier, all ready for war. Come on, big daddy. I'm begging for more. Thank you. The O to the penis. Thank you. Just wanted to share that with you. Since we were talking about penises. Thank you. <laughs> that Drew, was, uh, like, totally did not want to clap. Very well I was just lost in thought about what Dr. Freud would say about that. Uh, I know. I, it's not even... It, yes, we're, we're, we're jealous of the penis. Oh, it's a little it's an comedy. an amazing thing. If I had a penis, I would take it out and introduce it to people. 
I smelt a folk song coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to break if into some, penis, some Peter Paul and Mary. I'd wave record. it in the morning. I'd wave it in the evening. I'd pee on you in the evening all over this land. I'd hump out danger. <laughs> I'd uh, hump out freedom. I'd hump out love between Our my brothers, brothers and my sisters. All over my hand. All over my hand. Oh, over my hand. Right. Thank you. You're out. Kim's the new uh, co-host <laughs> on the show. Thank you. All right, oh, we got to go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Kim Coles will talk a little more about her feelings on the penis. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitz Dog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me, track my rage against middle age, the exploration of what's behind the scenes in Hollywood with guests like John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitz Dog Radio on Podcast One. I'm Adam Carolla. He would be Dr. Drew if he was here, but uh, I have no idea where he went to. Oh, he's over there. Oh, he's in the corner. He's on the phone. Uh, I'm guessing he's calling either his pimp or his bookie at this point. <laughs> Kim Coles is here from Living Single. She also has a book out called I'm Free, But It'll Cost You. And uh, Engineer Mike, my headphones uh, don't work. Oh, wait a minute. I just pulled the knob out. and What is that? Okay. They, anyway. they have to be plugged in, Adam. Uh, listen, smartass, they were plugged in, and that was the problem. I pulled them halfway out of the jack, and now they seem to work all right, but they're still trouble. So um, go dust off Lycus's uh, headphones and see if you can uh, run those down. Kim is here. Uh, the yeah. book uh, came out uh, what, a about ago. a month ago. month ago. Kim also uh, did a one-woman off-Broadway play. Yes, I did. Uh, how, what was that experience like? Amazing to create something and uh, see it all the way through to fruition, to star in something, to have co-written something, and to perform it, and to spend your money to put it up. It was empowering. Oh, you produced it. I produced it too, baby. And how was it? Did you make your money back? No. Off-Broadway, 99-seat theater, no. Oh, okay. For those people listening who uh, often hear about the 99-seat theaters, and uh, I have uh, done most of my work over the years at 99-seat theaters, the reason there are always 99 seats and not uh, 85 or uh, 101 is because there is, and you correct me if I'm wrong, there's some sort of equity yes, some thing, sort of rule. and it has to be under 100. Am I right? Under 100. Or you have to start paying people, right. like the <laughs> actors. <laughs> no, well, in this case, it was a 99-seat theater, but we did use an equity contract. So I think it's like, un- if it's under 100 seats, you can get away with not paying you know, union rates or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. When I workshopped it here, that's how I did it. When I took it to New York, I, not only did I pay, I paid like Hold on. above my, the minimum. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I would you? prefer my headphones that didn't work to these ones that do work but work badly. Is that all right? <laughs> oh, don't give me that look. These are very weird. It's like I'm, um, I'm taking a commercial flight or something. Okay. 
right, thank you. Like you're sitting in coach. Come on. It's so uh, it's so weird. You get used to certain headphones, and uh, that it's it, radio is a weird reality. But you hear your voice through the mic pump back into the headphones, mm -hmm. and you hear the guests, and you hear the callers this way. And when one of them, just one of them's working, or the thing gets a little weird, uh, the you do it's like you're doing the rest of the show on mushrooms. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Uh, tell, tell me about Equity Waiver. It, well, that's all I know. That's all I know. I mean, all I know is I um, took the show to New York, and it's a great show because I do like seven different characters, and the guys, it's a one-woman show with four men in it because I like testosterone around me at all times, and uh, I do all the female roles, and they do like eight or nine characters each, and it's funny Was and it's it? meaningful and great, and I'm taking it back there. And uh, did you get some uh, high-powered uh, types to come in and watch it? Absolutely. You'd better believe it. Yes, yes, we did. We got, um, first of all, we got great reviews. I got one bad review, but the guy even said, I didn't like it, but everyone else around me. Well, what is that about? That What is it about the, these critics who go to see something and everyone else is laughing? And I mean, we had the, to stop for laughs, but he doesn't get it. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and oftentimes they're not even gracious enough to say, well, I didn't get it, but everyone else did. I mean, he had to give it up to us because he's like, everybody else was laughing. I just didn't. Uh, at least he did that. I've had reviews of, uh, of sketch comedy and improvisational comedy shows that I've been in where the entire audience was laughing their ass off the entire show. And uh, the lead of the guy's uh, story said the name of the producer of this show was uh, Mark Sweeney. The, the, the top of the review said, Mark Sweeney's bloodless conception is dead on arrival. Oh, God. And this was a night where the place was filled no and wrong. people were laughing their ass off the entire time. And he never even acknowledged uh, that the crowd around him was having a good time. He just picked on the thing the entire time, except for he said the only thing that was good about the show was Adam Carolla and right. one other guy. So I forgave well, we him, memorized the review. And we had good producers there and um, a lot of interest in bringing it back. So when Living Single's over this season, I'm taking it back. And this show will do for me, and this is, this is a very um, confident statement to make, this show will could do for me what Whoopi Goldberg's show did for her. Right. It just got attention. You, people can see uh, what you can do right. beyond. For, for those who don't remember, Whoopi Goldberg uh, seemed to sort of come out of... Very simple and very brilliant and just showed this is my talent. John uh, Leguizamo, Leguizamo, Leguizamo. Leguizamo. He, he did the same, same, thing, same thing. Same thing. Right. And that's what this show does. Who is he? Mark, <laughs> all right, you can see his career's worked out. He's the little Latino guys in all the movies now. Uh, Mark, 15. Hello. Hey, you're on with Kim Coles from Living Single. I must say, everyone at Loveline, pure genius. Thank you. Pure genius. That's no it. mere mortal could surpass the comedy stylings of Adam Carolla. Thank you. Wow. Oh, God. You're, a, you're a saint, Mark. You have your minions. All right. Um, basically, I have a short fuse. Okay. I get angry very quickly over very stupid things. And I don't want this to evolve into some sort of sexual abuse towards my relationships or anything else. What, what, what do you mean sexual abuse towards your relationships? You I mean don't physical want abuse? Yeah. Uh, were you abused when you were younger? No, but you can certainly gamble. Okay, so you... Well, you usually gamble about abuse. So were you abused when you were younger? Verbally. Verbally abused. Um, did you ever have any head injuries or medical problems, anything of that, that nature? No. Did you ever... Were you hyperactive as a kid? No. You doing any drugs? No. Are you on any medications now? No. Hey, you see uh, Howie Mandel's last special? Do you have any medical problems that you're aware of? No. Okay. The re reason I ask all those questions is that there, there are sort of neuro and neurological and biological elements that can impact on things like impulse control and temper. 
Well, uh, uh, both of my parents are recovering alcoholics. Was your mother using when you were pre- when she was pregnant with you? No. You sure of that? Yeah, but my um, my dad was when my when my brother was basically conceived. Yeah. He has a. ADD. Right. So maybe you have ADD too. What's ADD? Really? Uh, I've never had any trouble in school. You attention know. deficit disorder. There's different sort of varieties of that, but one, one of the elements of it can be difficulty containing impulses like temper. All right. So anger. what should Mark do? Um, stop acting out. You know, if you absolutely, just stop it. If you can't contain your behavior, maybe it's time to see a doctor for help. Sometimes medication helps with this sort of thing, particularly Well, I haven't had a uh, relationship for six months because I've been sort of leery about having one. I didn't want to act out on anybody. Who who are you uh, acting out on now? Uh, Basically, my parents. Are you uh, getting physical with them? Oh, no, no, just verbal. But they they were the ones that perpetrated against him. Oh, boy. You know, you, you've acknowledged the problem. See if you can contain the behaviors. Hey, you're way ahead of the game. You're yeah. 15. <laughs> I mean, uh, most people uh, think, uh, you know, it's it, 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 cool. At 15, yeah. if I'm violent, it's only because the world is my punching bag. Right. And it yeah. usually takes a few trips to the pokey and, uh, y- y- you know, um, uh, and uh, a few rests uh, before you even begin to come on to it. And that's 35. At the age of 35, I say, you're 15, Mark. You're an eloquent guy. You sound pretty smart. Just uh, be aware of it. And you are aware of it. So don't worry about it. And uh, these headphones are driving me nuts. Are, are yours all right? They're buzzing? No, there's just something bizarre about it. It's giving the entire no, show a surreal you. feel. Just Take you. mine, because I only need one. You're the host. I don't, uh, no. You know what? I don't think it's the headphones. I think it's uh, the jack that's leading to it, because I'm on my third set, and it's all funked out. Mike, got no answers. Okay. Make this happen, number but one. You're okay now, listen, you're don't be pissed off, Mike. I'm just telling you. Hey, he doesn't not complain working. so much anymore because he's in these beautiful chairs. That's true. You know, when you were those, those, those. And the air the, conditioning. The air conditioning working. We're no longer the sitting in the church pews. Right. Yeah. Running out of things from the bitch about. Yeah. Well, uh, no, when the little things don't. It's just the roach so problem I'm on to now. <laughs> Dell. Yes, Adam. You're 36. You're on with Kim Coles. Yes. Um, I guess uh, me and you are kind of opposite here, Adam. Um, I'm a one-woman man. I uh, have been all my life. Uh, um, I was married when I was uh, 20, and I've only been with one person. Um, well, um, that's... Um, and we're opposite in the fact that I'm a one-man woman? <laughs> well, I am, but uh, but you, you seem to have more than one woman all the time. No, that is uh, untrue. <laughs> that actually is untrue. <laughs> Thank you for backing me I'll up, back true. up on that. <laughs> it's not that I couldn't. Uh, I can tell that Kim has been eyeballing me uh, yeah, been just this evening. Yeah, I've been checking him out. He has a fresh new haircut. You'd date a white guy, right? Have never done that. Oh. Well, never have. You, see, you know what they say. What do they say? Uh, unless you go white, uh, you're uptight or something <laughs> like that. i got to find something that rhymes with white. <laughs> hey, uh, white's out of sight. It's just all right. All right. White is just all right. Now, what are you? What are you, stuck up? Are you, are you prejudiced? <laughs> no, I What's just, wrong with the white guy? I, I love chocolate. Really? I haven't found any. I, I, I actually, and I talk Black about, guys look better nude, I let's talk, face it. <laughs> they have no hips, a tremendous penis, and uh, no hair on them, and big striated muscles everywhere. How's a white guy? White, guy, white guys look like Ed Asner. I just, big, I'm afraid of a pink... A pink penis. Oh, yeah, pink penis. Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid to see a pink penis. My question is... Yeah. Is that, can you get to my problem? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> my, my question is, Dr. Drew, is yeah. um, about impotency. Yeah. Um, 
My wife died uh, in December. Matter of fact, December twenty fourth. What happened? Uh, what happened? Um, she had cancer. What kind of cancer? Uh, breast cancer. How old was she? She was thirty five. Boy, that is so unusual. Oh. Yeah, and it wasn't even in her family. Oh. And and how long were you with her? I was with her for sixteen years. Oh, oh my God! You have kids? Um, no kids. Oh. Um, but uh, wait a minute, Drew. What kind of noise would you make if he relief. had five kids? That was relief. Oh, that was relief noise. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was just wondering. Um, I'm wondering if my problem is because I was just went with one person. What is your problem? Um, impotency. Um, what do you, What do you mean by impotency? What I mean is I I have been on a couple dates and uh, I just not in the mood to be with the, these people. I mean, I used to be kind of like uh, Adam, where he'd watch a movie, and all of a sudden, he'd want to go do something. How long did your wife die? December? Stop yeah, using December. me as your example. Have you been depressed <laughs> since then? Have I been depressed? Yeah. Um, I would say that, yeah, I went through that. Um, I don't think I'm depressed anymore. Well, um, you lost your partner of 16 years. I, I can't imagine you get over that in six months. Well, um, I'm lonely. I, I admit that. I'm Del, lonely. You, look, um, give yourself a break. I mean, you, you, were, you were very intimately connected with a woman who is gone. I mean, it's natural. I mean, your body tries to protect itself. Your from penis pain. is on. Your penis is mourning. It, it, you may well, be all right. It's morning, but it's, 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 it's in hiding. It's afraid of connecting again for fear of suffering another loss, and you're depressed. Well, there's, there's also another thing. I'm a diabetic. And you know, and already at thirty, how was your diabetes when you were an adolescent? Um, I uh, it wasn't good. Right, and that's um, sort of that's sort of typical of uh, of a juvenile onset. And that, you know, uh, the amazing thing now now here this juvenile onset diabetics who are now fourteen and not wanting to take insulin. All three of you. No, all, all uh, fifty thousand or hundred thousand of you. Uh, that uh, the first thing to go is your erectile function. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that that is a very sensitive bit of machinery, uh, that is tremendously sensitive and potentially damaged by uh, gly hyperglycemia and acidosis. Well, the first thing for me to go was my eyes. I'm actually legally blind right now. Yeah. So the kidneys are all right. Uh, kidneys are fine. Okay. Kidneys are fine. Uh, how are you scoring these dates, Dell? What do you mean? How do I score? Well, I mean, how do you get these dates lined up? Are you I, getting I out there? I don't. Well, you I said did. you had a date or two. Yeah, that's right. But they well, were there's... they weren't lined up. They were just there. I mean. Uh, they weren't planned or anything like that. Oh, well, I'm not accusing you of anything, but I just mean, uh, did you, you go out and meet the women? How, how do I meet them? I, I just meet them. Um, one of them was uh, through church. All right. All right. Um, all right look, Del, I, I, can, I can think we can summarize this pretty quickly, and that is that you are biologically sensitive already. Your, your erectile and, and sexual functioning is going to be less responsive than you were when you were 18 and probably you get less than the average 36 year old because of your diabetes so it's that already there we would expect you to be prone to dysfunction you add to that a major loss and a loss around intimacy where it's frightening to get back involved and it's amazing that you're out dating and and, and uh at the plate again such as it all is. right hold on dell yeah hang on because i have a question or two about um uh, uh widower dating uh, I'm curious because we don't get too many of these calls. So just hold on, okay. and we'll get back to uh, the penis just and the strong. and the dating and all that. Just stay strong in the four minutes we're gone, and then we'll be back uh, to <laughs> I'm, I'm crush you like a love. cookie. Don't all right, crush Kim it. is sending love, and uh, if you how buy her book, uh, there's a it? love right in there on the fifth oh. page. We'll be back. 
Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Loveline will be right back. Mike, would you be Bear and play Suzanne Vega singing with me? Don't have that. Uh, you don't have the part about... No, oh, for Christ's sake. Uh, we had Suzanne Vega in last night, and uh, I was doing Tom's oh diner. Oh, my God. Hearing your voice twice almost makes my head just cave in. All three times. I am sitting at a... Uh, anyway, Suzanne Vega was in here. She was uh, quite delightful, and uh, she was kind enough to do the uh, Tom Steiner song, which was uh, then taken by, uh, was it DNA? Right. And uh, turned into a bit of a rap song. Right. But um, she did it a cappella, and I did the do-do-do-do. But uh, Engineer Mike has cut that part out of the tape. Just have me making an uh, a-hole of myself. Kim Coles is here from uh, Living Single, and uh, maybe you can take my part, and then I'll take Suzanne's part. we got to go do a 10-second uh, break, and we'll be back in as many seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. Do you think we'll uh, get to like 11.30 one of these nights before we actually take that 10-second break? Ah, that's fine, Drew. What do you care? So few affiliates drop off. Kim Coles is here from Living Singles. She also has a book out called I'm Free, But It'll Cost You. It's um, a single life, according to Kim Coles. And in it, I recount every good date, every bad date. I actually wrote a survey that's in the back of the book, too, that I sent out to about 100 people to ask them what they look for in a mate and... Where's, what's their favorite place to do the nasty? No one is doing it in a bedroom anymore. No one. Oh, really? No one. No See, one. I'm into that. Into the bedroom. It's fine. It's comfortable. So what it's there to for. Land in case you fall. Come on. Yeah, I'm. It, my thing about uh, sex is I don't want distractions. Like a lot of people <laughs> like the danger. Oh, the park ranger's going to be here any minute now. I don't go for that. I have a friend that was doing it in a uh, in a car in a parking lot at a church with the priest knocking on the window. That was a delight for her. Oh, I mean, uh, listen, when you know, if I hear, uh, like in the old days, I mean, uh, thinking about living at home and like masturbating and stuff, <laughs> I hear my dad's car door slam. Uh, that's a deal breaker. That's it. Boom. That's a deal breaker. I mean, it's a penis. Do you think we can finish in 20 seconds? Uh, absolutely not, Adam. Uh, all right. Well, let's just uh, abort. Abort. Call it off. Scrub the mission. Uh, don't worry, we'll be back. Don't worry, boys. But mm -hmm. uh, I like to do it in the bedroom. I like uh, some lighting. I like to see like what's to see going. Some lighting. Interesting. I, I like to see what's going on, but I don't ne need every nook and cranny <laughs> exposed. I don't what need all about, the flaws. Why do men like to see what's going on? Like they don't know. Like if you've been with this woman for a while, right? And you know pretty much where everything is connected. Why do they like to see? What is it about guys? Because they're like very visually yeah, that's, oriented. Duh, that's it. And uh, it is like it, 
close uh, guys like pornography, okay. and this is like, hey, you're starring in your own porn film, and right. none of your buddies are going to be laughing when they rent it because right. it's just you, you and and her, uh, and, her and uh, hopefully you know a uh, big uh, sliding door with a mirror on it. Yeah, I, I like the look of myself. What is that about? Uh, I don't know. What, but what is it about when men ask, whose is it? What's that about? What, why do they need? What's my name? Why do they need reminding what my name oh, is? Oh, like, who's maybe your that's daddy? A black man thing. Yeah, who's yeah. your daddy? Maybe, maybe white guys don't do that. White uh, guys, white guys do that. try that once in a while, but the chick starts laughing. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, baby. White guys, <laughs> who's, you know. Yeah, who's your daddy? We, we, Dow Jones or shut something. Shut up, Larry. Day. I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> Come on, Mama. You know you want some of that trick. Would you shut up? Yeah, it doesn't okay, work with white okay. dudes. Well, black guys into what that. Who's black, your daddy? What do white guys say? White guys are, are more like, uh, white guys are scared even to, white guys sound stupid uh, having sex because, uh, <laughs> you know, that's like, uh, I, it sounds like I'm doing a Richard Pryor routine here, but it's like they try to pull that smooth, you know, shaft thing off every once in a while, but I will, I'll throw in like a, oh yeah, every <laughs> once in a while. And you wonder why I won't date white men? Come on. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, the white guy would be up for cuddling. Oh, do white guys cuddle? They don't like, like to cuddle. They're just scared. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding on for dear black life. Guy, black guy's not scared. He won't cuddle. Uh, he's, he may be out of there. Well, the white man will cuddle afterwards. Because he's scared? Probably, yeah. Especially, scared what? Scared of what? Well, a white, guy, white guy wants, uh, he wants more sex out of you. So he knows that cuddling is a great way and, to do it. And he figures, you just gave me something I wanted, I'll give you a little something you want, and hopefully you'll be extra generous next time around. And what do black guys do? Black guys like, uh, baby, I'm going to go bang your friend now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't need to cuddle. That's terrible. And I'm not going to cuddle her ass either. <laughs> Like, At least he's, he's consistent. <laughs> yes, I have, I have my uh, about right. finger on the pulse of the black community. Yes, Am I right, do. Drew? How do you know this? <laughs> I watch uh, Living Single. All right, good. All right, good. Good, good. good answer, huh? Oh, no, no, no. You well, what is it, Dell? No, okay. Right. I don't know how to read your writing, Drew. Uh, Dell. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're 36. Yep. Your wife of uh, not necessarily of 18 years, but you've you've known. She's the only woman you've been with. Wow. Yeah, and, as a matter of fact, we met in high school. And she passed away uh, tragically in December of breast cancer. Yes. Actually, she had tumors in her head. She had 13. Oh. And uh, do they know what that was? I mean, was it... Uh, breast did, cancer. What do you mean? All right, Drew, don't be condescending. I'm yeah. saying, uh, did she work at a, a power plant? There was there, you know, is there any, any uh, silkwood type thing we it, could connect to this? It, 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 it started in her breast and then it went to her head. No, he's saying that there's some... We, we exposed to a nuclear explosion or something yeah, that might well, have... No. no. I know. I wish, I wish that would have uh, explained it, but no. Yeah, it's just one of those things. All right. And you tried dating a couple of times and had trouble with uh, impotency, which uh, Drew's connected back to diabetes. But here's my question. And, and a depression and a fear of loss. But actually, the impotency isn't from the dating. It's, it's from just... Like you, you know, I mean, if I watch a program and usually it would get me turned on or whatever, uh, right. it's not happening anymore. Well, that's, that's all right. It's to be expected. Have your sugar's been controlled lately? Uh, yes. Are you on any new medications? Um, no. So when's the last time you masturbated? Uh, about a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you weren't masturbating uh, even when your wife was around? Um, when my wife was around, it was tough. It was, uh, she was dying. Oh, she was sick for all the, yeah. for a long time? She was actually dying, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, see, that's, uh, yeah, that's, she, that's she trouble. She died in the home. She died in the home. So oh. I was taking care of her in the home for, right, uh, about okay. six months. Okay, see, that, uh, 
that's that's the end of the masturbation. Uh, for you. I really feel for you now, yeah. Dell. Uh, Dell. Yeah. My big question is is and I don't mean to be insensitive here, but do you think women are more into you because of uh, what went on? You know. No. No, I think. Uh, <laughs> do they actually, stay away? Actually, the dating the dating that that happened was we were kind of thrown together. Um, I have friends, and they kind of put me up with this. This girl but do you think they said, listen, Adele's wife passed away just a few months ago, and, and they went, oh. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Okay, because I'm thinking about using that. <laughs> well, don't use it too much. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, yes, I, I don't want to jinx myself. Del, uh, uh, I we feel for your plight. Uh, we, we really do. And it sounds like you're coping okay. And just give yourself a little time. time yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew, is there anything that I can do? Can I go to a doctor or something like that? Will that help anything? Or uh, they're not well. I mean, a psychiatrist or a psychologist might help you in terms of managing the feelings associated with this huge loss. Uh, in terms of increasing your libido, I don't really think so. I mean, I suppose you could see an endocrinologist and have your testosterone levels checked to make sure there's not something going on endocrinologically. That would be reasonable. And if it really becomes a problem primarily with erectile dysfunction, there now is a new system called the Muse system. I haven't talked about this, have I? The M Muse system? M-U-S-E. Follow your Muse. Where you put these little skinny uh, suppositories into the tip of the penis, and, it told you, and then roll it around to dissolve it, and it creates an erection. It, it's great. It's, 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 it's the same concept. If you've ever seen those little rubber uh, garlic peelers, it's really the same concept. You uh, you insert uh, this thing into, into your penis, and then you uh, break it over the counter, and the uh, Pillsbury dough guy jumps right out of the urethra. It's popping fresh. So so instead of instead of injecting, and he's not looking fresh either at this point. He's pissed off. <laughs> Got news for you. What the freak was that? You take, uh, <laughs> instead of giving yourself an injection, like uh, what's going on, or having surgery, like you actually uh, feed uh, stuff down like your penis, like it was the barrel of a cannon. Exactly. And then you essentially massage it, and it releases some sort of exactly. what? Exactly. Uh, agent that causes an erection. What if you put that stuff in your ass? <laughs> Is that where everything goes with you? Eventually, it's going in the ass. <laughs> You like know you, you someone's going to put that in their you ass. put your remote control in there, I'm sure, right? Well, otherwise I'll lose it. What if you it. put it in a vagina? Yes. I, I don't know. I, I don't usually recommend medication be used other than it's intended to... Yeah, show right. you right. Uh, show you right. Uh, see, that's why we can't be together, Kim. It'd be <laughs> in my ass, in your vagina, and then we'd be, so we'd be smoking it uh, when we were done. Hey, uh, quit bogarting that uh, penis suppository, <laughs> baby. Here. Come on, honey. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Angie. Hey, you're 18. You're on with Kim Coles from Living Single. You Sigo. guys actually scare me. Hi. Um, okay. Um, I just started about a month and a half ago. I um, started dating my best friend of two years. And um, the whole time, you know, we've been friends. Um, we had a really open relationship. We could talk openly and everything. And um, when we started dating, we agreed that our friendship would be the most important thing that, and that we didn't want to jeopardize that. Mm, no, that's mm. already jeopardized. All right. so, that's what I'm afraid of. And um, in a couple months, he's going to be leaving on an LDS mission. Latter-day Saints? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, he'll be gone for two years. And I know over that time, you know, he's going to change and I'm going to change. And, you know, when he comes back, nothing's going to be the same. Where's he going? He doesn't know yet, but he should know pretty soon. Okay. Because uh, those things basically uh, just turn into sex tours. I don't know if you know anything about that. I'm not LDS, so I don't know. No, what okay. is LDS? 
Really? Latter-day Mor- Saints? Mormon, Mormon. Mormons, yeah. Oh. And and is he having sex with you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Sorry. It's not that kind of... Well, how did it... What What, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, um, we're just kind of dating right now. We're not exclusive. I mean, we're free to see other people. So, can I ask a question? What's the difference between you being best friends and when did, what changed? Because if you're not having a sexual relationship, well, then um, what changed? I mean, we kiss and stuff. Okay. You know, so there's some physicality. What, what, what is your question? Try My to question pr- is, I want to know, because um, I'm starting to get really attached to him, and I'm, I'm scared that yeah. I'm just going to end up getting hurt. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Of course you I, are. But of course you are. You, whether or not he is available when you get back or not, it's still going to be very painful for those two years, and your life is basically going to be on hold. The yeah. healthiest thing for both of you to do is to agree that you'll go your separate ways and at the end of two years, see where you're at and be honest with each other how you're feeling about one another when he comes back. Or yeah. you get him off this whole LDS kick. Well, Give him like a six-pack and a Marilyn Manson uh, <laughs> a track and uh, see if you can bring him over to the uh, dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the trip. I just, I just was feeling that maybe I should talk to him about going back to being friends. I mean, you think that would be possible? I mean, we've well, well, certainly it's he's possible leaving, yeah. so you might as well. Yeah, it's a reasonable thing with that kind of distance between you and maybe at least agree to uh, stay connected in some way but not uh, romantically or intimately connected. Yeah. So like the I expectations. Think it's a, you give that old if it was meant to be, it was meant to yeah, be uh, kind of thing. But again, reiterate your commitment to the friendship and give it a try. I think you're thinking properly about that. Eve, 29. Hi. Great show. Thanks. Um, reason I'm calling is I need some advice. Um, I have a nine-year-old son, and um, I need to talk with him about um, masturbation. Why? Um, a friend of his, his mother called me and um, overheard a conversation between the two boys um, about rubbing their penises and whatnot, and they're not... They're very young. Um, his friend is seven, and my son is nine. And I thought this was kind of early for him to be kind of feeling what, like what, what exactly was the discussion? Um, my, my, um, the mother called me and told me that she overheard my son um, explaining to her son that if he rubbed his penis, it would, you know, start to get hard or whatnot and feel good. That's oh. what the mother had explained to me. Okay, well, that, that is, would be accurate. Right, and um, he was just exploring I his should, body. I should sit down. I need to talk with my son. Um, she told you you need to talk to your son. <laughs> yeah. What kind, what kind of woman is she? I'm sorry. Well, what is she like? Um. I got a picture in my head already. You know, I I really I don't know her very well. Um, she's a neighbor. She seems nice enough. Um. I, what do you, what's your picture, Adam? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What's your picture, Adam? Mm, I'm picturing a uh, pack of, like, uh, Lucky Strikes, non-filters, um, wearing those uh, stretch pants to accommodate a tremendous ass, uh, wearing a, like, Santa Anita windbreaker. All right, all right. Now, what... T- <laughs> Name is uh, man, Pat, uh, short cropped <laughs> hair. Marge. Marge. Moo-moo? <laughs> all right, now, so what, what else do you need to explain to us? Um... This is my adoptive son. I, I How adopted was he? my son. Um, it's my, my husband, um, my late husband's son. I adopted him. A late uh, husband? Another... I, I lost my husband two years ago. What happened to him? Um, he died of bone cancer. But oh, my God. I want to know, my, my concern now is about my son. He's had some difficult times. Well, how, how, this is, but he's adopted. 
I adopted him. From because it they were they, the son of a him. previous marriage. I'm sorry. The child was of a previous marriage. Right, of my husband. My husband was 13 years older than me. Okay. And um, when my husband passed away, I made the commitment that I wanted to adopt our son. That's fine. And how long have you known the child? I consider him my son. How long have you known the child? Uh, for five years. Since he was four. Yeah. And what happened before that? Well. It's been kind of a tug-of-war between his mother and his father. Uh, kind of a tug-of-war. So war. he knew his mother until he was four? Yes. and, and uh, Th That is uh, not a good thing. No. Okay. She, she just, it was a thing of convenience for her when she wanted him to get even with Dan. All right. All right. So there's some very significant... Yes. He's, he's having some difficult times. Uh, of course. Well, um, he's not having some difficult times. He, is, he has had some major hits in his yes. development. And I'm trying to do the best that I can. I, I've and taken him to... Um, to counseling, but I'm I'm a new parent. I've never had children of my own, mm. and I'm just trying to do the best that I can with what little knowledge I have. Uh, are you reading? I'm reading as much as I can. Okay. <laughs> and um, I. So have what, what should she read, Drew? Is there like a pamphlet? Uh, so you've decided there's to talk a, about there's masturbation. A, no, there's or? a book called uh, by a woman named Erna Furman, called Helping Children Grow. You probably have to order from a bookstore. It's a pretty. Uh, Textbooky kind of book, but uh, does it cover masturbation? Nah, I. I mean, is it something I, I should not talk to him about? Uh, you, I don't believe you should sexualize children before the age of twelve. I think you talk about it purely in well, terms. I don't want him to feel, you know, ashamed. Of that's what right. You, you, you do not do not shame him, but talk to him in terms of what it is is and is not appropriate social behavior, and what is and is not appropriate discussion with his peers. Not that it's a bad thing that he's doing, not that there's anything wrong with what he's doing, and I would not go into any detail about sexual functioning it, unless you unless he asked questions, and I would tell him matter of factly about anatomy and then sort of the the concrete realities. Well, but I, I don't but like they, the neighbor. Yeah, that's why my and you know you know However, it's funny. Uh, you know, if she caught the guy giving him a huge wedgie or something, that would be perfectly fine. Uh, I'll pull your uh, your skivvies up your bunghole. <laughs> Uh, until a surgeon needs to remove them, but uh, talk about the penis in front of the child. Now no, you got trouble. Now we have a problem. Now you got trouble. Well, uh, hang him from the car bumper by his underwear and drag him around Girl, the block. You need to That's talk fine. About just something about his penis. He was talking about his penis. Talking about rubbing on his penis. That's what that was all about. <laughs> you do a great blackjack. I, I know that. I imagine. That she, yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Isn't that great. Drew, do a little, do a little black, black neighbor. Come on. Girl, you need to talk about your son. Because your son was telling my son about rubbing on his penis. And I don't appreciate nobody talking about their penis in my house. Take, give a, uh, Drew, do a little of your Aunt Esther. That's Drew's favorite character. What? Do you know Aunt Esther? No. <laughs> I'm going to get you sucker. Fred, you old sucker. Uh, Come on, you don't remember uh, the. I don't like when white people do black people. Only black people <clears throat> can do black people. I know it's always it's always insulting. It's uh it's uh, it's the same with calling using the n word and calling yeah. all that. It doesn't work. Oh, but you should do it well because if you do it well, I, I don't do it. Head. I don't do it well. But I would be insulted if I were you if I did uh, a good black woman because that would mean I was practicing. <laughs> <laughs> It means I'm driving home at night trying to bone up trying on... Trying to be Shaniqua. Trying to be Shaniqua. Yeah. I'm driving home with the, the radio off trying to pull off my Shaniqua. And and uh, just by the example I laid out, you know that I uh, rarely know. mimic the black woman's voice. But you know a little bit about black men. 
Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know how the black man operates, but I would uh, not stoop so low uh, as to mimic the black man. Uh, Drew, you don't know who Aunt Esther uh, yeah, was you, from you, Sanford yeah, and Son. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanford and Son. Yeah, yeah, right. Have buddy. we helped this woman yet? No, but we're moving on anyway. Uh, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call. Uh, Christine, uh, I guess a friend of Ken's. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lesbian call after this. <laughs> hey, the voices are trying to throw me off while they're. I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line will be right back. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Hi, this is David Allen Greer, and you are listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and the one and only Dr. Drew. Ah, yes, David Allen Greer. Uh, do you know David Allen Greer? Yeah, we worked together on In Living Color. Oh, yeah, because he stayed around for a lot of years on that show, didn't he? He sure did. He, uh, We found him, uh, we had him on the TV show uh, and on the radio show, Find, uh, found him to be uh, delightful. Delightful, that's a good word. He's yeah. actually very funny. And he's about to go into uh, Whoopi Goldberg's role on... Um, 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 Mr. Act 3? No, no. No, oh. no. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg's... Write um, that down, though, Drew. There's a good one. Mr. Act 3. Uh, 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 a funny thing happened on the way to the forum mm-hmm. on Broadway. Whoopi's leaving. He's stepping in. That's what I hear. Uh, as a woman? As... No, as... The character is actually a male character. Oh, Whoopi is playing a, a male. She's actually playing a woman... She's playing, she's Whoopi, is what she is. She's always Whoopi. The androgynous uh, Miss Whoopi. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. You did. Well, you you said uh, a woman stepping out of a role and a guy stepping into the role. Well, the character's actually supposed to be male, but they hired Whoopi to do it because she's Whoopi. Right. Oh, I see. She's above gender. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Right. She is. Or or below it. I can't can't figure it out yet. Right, she's bigger uh, than than her genitalia. Bigger than her genitalia. She cannot even be held back by her own genitalia. It has nothing to do with the poontang. I wish mine would weight me down just a little bit. And thank you for working the uh, poontang into the <laughs> equation. Kim Coles is here from uh, Living Single, and she also has herself a uh, book out. That book is I'm Free, But It'll Cost You. It's a uh, it's a dating book and uh, uh, well, dating single. companion single uh, single that's a comedy book right it's a comedy it's a book of you know okay stories christine 
Um, this isn't a lesbian call. I was just calling. Oh, um, it's not. Okay. No. Okay, you're 30. I'm not really a friend of Kim's. I used to work at Fox, and I met her a couple of times, and I wanted to call and um, say that she was always great when, um, whenever we were at, you know, press tours and things like that. And I've met a lot of people, and she was always somebody that was always cool to talk to, and I just wanted to tell her that. Thank you, Christine. You're Thank welcome. You. And um, also for Drew, um, you had a call just a couple of minutes ago with Dell, the diabetic. Right. And I wanted to call and um, just say that uh, when you guys talk to people, I, I realize that um, a lot of these people are young and they're diabetics and they don't understand how serious it is. But I, um, I lost my eyesight also from diabetes, and it's something that sneaks up on you, and I don't think people at such a young age understand that. Well, th but that's the point, and I do a lot of adolescent diabetics, and, y and what I found was you can tell them until you're blue Right. You're going to lose your eyesight, you're going to lose your kidneys, you're going to lose your legs. But I have found when you tell the males your penis isn't going to work right, right. They, they start flying straight. Well, you know, it's amazing that somehow I, that gets through to them. How can things be, I, I don't understand, so you, you, why do you lose your eyesight? It's a, it's a, well, it's called a triopathy. Diabetics get retinopathy, nephropathy, and neuropathy. And they, uh, they, it's, diabetes is basically what's called a vasculopathy. It's, it's a disorder. It causes disorder and destruction of small vessels. So nerves get damaged because so the, they're not But the nourished. small vessels go first. is what you're saying? In, in some if you control your blood sugar, sure. If you, do, if yeah. you have meticulous control of your blood sugar, you won't have the complications. Now, how do you do that? Diabetes. Insulin. And can watching your blood sugar. And, and testing your blood sugar. Go throughout the day. How do you mm -hmm. test your blood sugar you throughout little, the day? You little machines. You, put, you prick your finger and you put a drop of blood. Oh. Now, I mean, it takes a few seconds. In the old days, I mean, you, oh. You hey, if I was diabetic, I'd, be, I'd have uh, no legs, uh, blind, and impotent. Uh, I really would, because really? I, I can barely, that's all I can do to shower uh, twice a week. It really is. But you know what? I used to I used to be real lazy about it, super lazy. And I mean, diabetes is the kind of thing that you can't really see that something's wrong on the inside of a person. You can hide it pretty well. Mm. And then it sneaks up on you. And I, I lost my kidney. My older brother gave me a, a kidney last year. Mm. Well, that was pretty good of him. Oh, yeah. Well, my sister comes to me for 500 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a minute, face. wait a minute, baby. Now, hold on. No. Don't let the radio fool you. I ain't making no money. So you have neuropathy, too? Uh, I had neuropathy. All, all the, the same year that I used to work up in L.A., I um, had to leave my job, and within three weeks I lost my eyesight, mm. and then I got neuropathy and was in a wheelchair, and then my kidneys failed right around Christmas. And then... Oh. Did, now, did you go completely blind? No, I'm legally blind, but the the funny thing about that is I can still see, but I, I've gone to Braille like one day a week, and I've noticed that probably 50 or 60% of the people there are diabetics, and they're all under the age of 30. Yeah. Wow. And, it, it, you know, most diabetics get into trouble by your age. Do it. Is that the leading cause of blindness, Drew? Uh, I don't, you know, macular degeneration. Yeah, they're still Yeah, the, I'm not sure it's the leading cause, but probably a leading cause, if not the leading cause in young people or people under 30. But listen, um, completely lost my train of thought, Adam. Thank you. That's fine. I was going to tell you that, that the people that develop these serious complications by the age of 30 or below usually develop this by virtue of how they behave as an adolescent. They, right, re they rebel and they don't take their insulin. Yeah, and that's what I, I was 12 and I didn't want to be different from anyone else. And so it was like I didn't want to eat on time, and I didn't want to do the stuff I was supposed to do. Oh, so, sorry. You know. Okay, but uh, the, but, it, but you can help she's others. Taking fine, care yeah. of herself now, is she going to be all right? She will not progress as quickly. Uh oh, it's not good then. I mean, she's got big problems. She already has a new kidney. She's blind. She's got neuropathy. Well, she's What's legally neuropathy? blind. Neuropathy. The the nerves, particularly the legs, get destroyed. Uh, she's not legally blind. I mean, she's legally blind, but she, not. She,
She has destruction of some major end organs. What do they have uh, the legally blind um, label for? Is that for, like, driving? I think so. And um, it's ironic, though. That also gets you the parking space. <laughs> if you How think about that. that? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you can't drive, but if you did, you'd be right up at the front. Is basically what that is. But what else is legally blind good for? You don't know? I don't know. Okay. All right. Just uh, checking it out. Yeah, I overheard uh, your assistant, I believe, telling a story in here about a half hour ago about a friend of hers that recently passed away because of um, uh, this condition. Diabetes. Diabetes. Am I right? Is that what that was? Did you Did you hear about that? She didn't tell me about that. Oh. Lori, will you tell me later on? Wow. Yeah, it, and she's young? She was a 20, it was a he maybe, 26 or something? Yes. You don't miss a trick. Oh, baby, I got ears all over the studio. Uh, producer Ann farts on the way home. Uh, she gets a <laughs> phone call from me. <laughs> Believe me, I know what's going on on this wow. show. All right, so the point is uh, with diabetes is take care of it early. It is going to come back and haunt your ass. Tom. Hello. Hey, you're 22. Well, what's going on, y'all? Hey. Uh, I got a question for you. Uh, I go to school at, uh, in, in Kentucky. I'm in college, third year. And uh, I've been dating this girl for about uh, two months, and she uh, wants to have uh, sexual relations. And she says, oh, by the way, I have HPV, and I don't even know what it is. And that's what I was calling. Warts. 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 <laughs> it's a very common condition. Okay. Um, it's basically as much as saying I'm uh, in my 20s and I'm sexually active. Uh, okay. It's that common. Uh, in men, it doesn't cause any serious complications. So uh, go ahead, Except right? that you will forever be contagious with the warts, and you could potentially pass it on to future female partners. You've got to have that conversation yourself with your next partner. And, and they, women, certain subtypes of the wart virus can predispose to cervical cancer in women. And uh, if you wear a condom, you may decrease your risk of exposure to this virus, and you should be using a condom anyway. But you so. know you're heading for sex when she gives you the wart talk. <laughs> That should be the title of your next book. You know you're heading for sex. <laughs> when you're having the wart talk. When you're having the wart talk. You what would I not be having the wart talk if you were not uh, getting ready to have the sex <laughs> talk. What I want to know is, if he's in a, how long, the relationship is how, two months old? Two months old, yeah. And if she said to you, I have HPV, why didn't you ask her what it is? Oh, she, she, Did she explained explain to you what, it, but it was kind of weird the way she explained oh. it. But she said the same thing that Dr. Drew said. She said it didn't bother me, but I didn't believe it. Well, you're gonna get, it will give you warts, and uh, you'll be contagious. Okay. Yeah, wear a condom. Well, well I'm not even going to mess with her, but... Why? 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 Go ahead. <laughs> if you don't, if, if basically, if you rule out women with HPV, you're going to rule out most women. Oh, true. Please, that, that is true. That. that is true. Do not I have not, them? Most women have I would it. know if I had them. Most women have it. Drew, no. go check and I see if, she, see if Kim's know. got it. <laughs> <laughs> down you, you got your stirrups it in shows the back? Up, it shows up on pap smears occasionally. Well, that my pap smears have been normal, though. But did they check for HPV? I didn't ask. Yeah. Uh, next time you go and pay the extra... Hey, everybody. Superfan Giovanni back again. Just want to let you know this episode does end abruptly. It is not a technical error. The remaining 14 to 16 minutes are missing possibly forever. This is a newly restored Kevin tape, and from time to time, there will be incomplete segments and unfinished shows. We always try to bring you the most complete copy we have, and in this case, this is our only copy. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Coming up later this month, we have Kay's Choice, Tabitha, a no-guest episode, Young MC, a full copy finally, after 17 years of searching, 
episode 473 with John Leguizamo and Michael Jai White, episode 477 with Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun, an episode entirely missing from the archive until this batch of Kevin tapes. It's a good one. And 479 with Rick Ocasek of The Cars. Look forward to those. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, five stars if you feel it. It's the only one that will make an effect. Make sure to download every episode and keep an archive. You can also comment via Facebook on the website if you want to share your thoughts about the episodes with other listeners. Thanks again. Mahalo and get it on. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes, and third. Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.